0: Hey guys! Hi. Hi.
1: Well, so we
0: here's s- the thing.
1: So uh, sometimes we make all we all make mistakes. We all make
0: mistakes, right? We so all make
1: mistakes. We wanted
0: to do a little disclaimer. The first few minutes of the episode, I'd say two minutes, have our trivia music underneath it. Long story short, I compressed the files <laughs> wrong when exporting the MP3. So I apologize. It, we just wanted to get Ben give a little... had
1: the intro music, us talking, the intro music again, and trivia music. All on it sounded like if the rapture was a podcast. Yeah, that's it sounded, what it sounded. It like. sounded like the
0: end of the world, and it sounded like like an assault on your senses.
1: So we've trimmed it now to just starting at "Hi guys, I'm Ben Farmer, and I'm a cinephile." But there's trivia music. That's not trivia. Ben actually is a co-host <laughs> and is a cinephile. And yes. So just ignore the trivia music, the rest of it's great, uh, and enjoy the quirkiness that is our show. Thanks.
0: Ugh, I love this movie.
1: I haven't seen it.
0: You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> hey guys, I'm Ben Farmer, and I'm a cinephile. Wait, why are you so sad about that?
1: You seem sad about that. You said like, I'm a cinephile. You were ashamed for a second.
0: I was going to do like an AA joke.
1: Oh. Hi, Ben. It's good to be here. And I'm Megan Carver, and I'm a cine-newbie. Hi, Megan. Thank you. This is horrible. (laughs) We watch all kinds of movies, new and old. And we
0: let you know if you should watch them, too. Welcome back to So I Married a Cinephile. We didn't think we were going to do an episode this week no, because we were, uh, lots of, going on. Kind of checked out, to be honest. A little checked out. Um, our home state has been burning yes. this last week. Um, there's been a lot going on in the news. City not... on
1: fire! Yeah. Literal I mean, state on fire! Literally,
0: like so, some of the worst wildfires uh, on record for both... Um, Oregon, Washington, and California, to be I think,
1: what was it? Somebody said that if you combined all of the fires and the destruction that's happened so far and put it into a state, it would... Get rid of all of New Jersey and then some.
0: Yeah, yeah. The size of New Jersey, like the the amount of acreage, is just
1: it's insanity.
0: And our hearts go out to those who have been affected, who have been displaced, who we have know a couple people. lost their homes. Yeah, yeah friends of ours. Uh, it's it's really it's really shocking and really tragic. So um, our thoughts and well wishes are with you.
1: So please vote vote for somebody this uh this year who cares about climate control. Yeah. And I who like doesn't it's... divert money away from wildlife support, yeah,
0: forestry and things like that. And I, f- uh, I, I feel like these things the are yeah, these things are becoming more and more frequent uh, as we continue to go through these kinds of fire seasons um so yeah, I feel like we can use our votes and hopefully our voices and um, maybe a little bit of our money to, uh, yeah. make it count. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you know.
1: you, whether you know it or not, we definitely donated money so <laughs> to
0: a very, to a good yes. cause yes.
1: specifically. It was, uh, for, um, for providing, uh, meals for people that have been affected by yeah. the wildfires. So hopefully, uh, things will calm down. Apparently the winds are in a more favorable.
0: Yeah, yeah. My my twin brother who lives in Silverton, they were on a level two, which is like be ready to evacuate, but mm-hmm. they were downgraded to a level one yesterday mm-hmm. because um, it cooled down a little bit. The winds changed, so um, hopefully some more favorable conditions for them. But, yeah. Um... So
1: that that honestly took a big hit. Like yeah.
0: my productivity was. I'm for shit this week. It's weird because you you watch it happening from afar and maybe we haven't really had anything like this happen in Oregon, at least while we've been alive. We've had substantial wildfires, but nothing on this scale. No, and nothing that's been close enough to affect us like this. Well, nothing specifically to not only our hometown of Salem, but to the greater Portland area as well. Even in Silverton where my brother lives, they can't really go outside because the air quality in the Willamette Valley is, I think, the second worst in the world. No, it's right and, now?
1: Yeah, in Portland it's the worst in the world.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: it's actually in the in the poor air quality index, it says that it's above the top. Yeah. It's out of the it's index. Smoke, you know, yeah. and
0: you can't go outside for long periods of time. No. We're already sort of quarantined ish because of the coronavirus. So just that on top of everything else, along it's with people bonkers. in California who are having like these rolling blackouts and like they don't have access to air conditioning oh my God. 24 hours a day, which must be absolute hell. So climate um, change is real. It is real, guys. And uh, this
1: is what scientists have been warning us about. Yeah.
0: So there's still time. There's I still love time to. to do stuff.
1: And I know that, you know, it's not super clear <laughs> who we support uh politically on this podcast. Like, we do a really good job of it's keeping not. it super vague. <laughs> Wink. I winked at Ben twice. <laughs> um But I love that Trump Let's is just say going we're not... to visit California, and he's not visiting Oregon.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. California maybe is more important on the electoral map for sure. him. Sure. I but... also...
1: I also love that we're registered to vote in New Hampshire, and that's becoming an important swing state right now.
0: Very much so. Yeah. I'm like,
1: yes! Yeah,
0: and, and I think that's a big part of that blue. Maybe, maybe this out-migration from these major cities is that it's kind of diversifying um, the political landscape a little bit. Because mm-hmm. people are leaving these giant hubs. Right. Usually, you know, Democratic voters who live in these big cities mm-hmm. and are spreading all over the place because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of shift the makeup of these states a little bit. Yeah. Red to purple. Purple to blue. Who knows? Mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? So vote, please. Yes. Please vote. Um, so,
1: uh, Ben, how was your week? Do you have anything to add to that? I actually
0: had a really a really nice week. Um, other than, you know, the things happening in our home state, um, I've, I've been very blessed in that I've, I've had some auditions. Um, I get to put myself on tape for something I'm really oh, passionate that's right. about today. That's such it's a good a, script. It's a really good play that I'm auditioning for. Um, yeah, I got to do some projects with my business role-playing team and a lot to do with, uh, my alma mater with AMDA. Um, so yeah, it was, it was actually a really busy, very productive, uh, very productive week. Good. So, Yay. Yeah, it was really nice. Good. Yeah. How are you? I know we kind of just we just some, launched into some it. Heady I know. Stuff,
1: uh I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm exhausted and uh not irritable. I'm just I'm frustrated that I'm so tired, which uh yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think part of it is just emotional exhaustion and part of it is just the transition that I'm going through in my medication right now. That's yeah. just part of it. Yeah. Um but that being said, I'm not going to be above going into the doctor and making sure that everything's okay yeah so uh so i'm okay i i wish i had more energy to do stuff and i feel badly for that but that's why we go to therapy to make sure that we work the reminders you are not your productivity your worth is more than your productivity yeah
0: and there are days when we just need to rest even when we feel like you know Working out or going oh my to gosh. work on it's, a table. And I or... think that's
1: one of the most frustrating things. And I'm sure everybody can relate to this is like when your body is tired, mm. but your mind is like, let's go do stuff. Like your mind yeah. is in a good place to do things. And it's like, but your body's like, bitch, nah, like <laughs> we're not doing anything today. So I think that's where I've been the last like couple of days. And then the wildfire stuff on top of it has been very emotionally yeah. draining. So yeah. I'm okay. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I figured that watching something that could lift my spirits and perhaps make me break into song. Like a sign from heaven. Speaking of a sign from heaven,
0: we, we watched, watched Sister, Sister Act. Act. We didn't even plan no. on watching Sister Act. I no. feel like the last few nights we were like, I, know, I was speaking for myself, I was like, I know I want to watch a movie. Yeah. I just don't know what I want to watch.
1: We also watched Molly's Game. Molly's
0: Game, which is on Netflix, starring Jessica Chastain. Holy shit. Written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. If you guys just want to spend two and a half hours listening to awesome dialogue. Incredible dialogue. Just, you don't even have to watch it. Just put on some headphones. Oh, just listen? And just listen. Although,
1: the cinematography for it is also very, very well done. And I...
0: I don't know. For me, it... It doesn't, I don't know if the through line is completely there. It's Aaron Sorkin's first. Direct, I love like, it. It's his directorial debut. It's not bad. To me, honestly, it reads like a play. Maybe a little bit more. You could translate yeah. that into a it's play almost, very it's easily. It's almost David Mamet fast. Yes. Like, it's very clippy. Yes, People. That's a great People way not it. really talking on top of each other, but the lines coming out so fast, and then you talk, and all these lines are coming out so fast, and then I repeat or come it's back It's like and retort, Gossip repose. Girls, but... <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. So, yeah, any any fan of good writing, watch Molly's Game. But it's as, so great. But as far as this movie, as far as Sister Act... Yeah. I got on Disney+, Plus. I was like, I don't really want to watch Mulan, because there's a lot of controversy around Mulan right now, and I'm kind of on the side of... I'll uh, probably watch it eventually. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'm wait until on- you're... I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed off at Disney at the moment for, you know, doing these kinds of things and right. not recognizing what is happening in China right? Uh, that, that, those are all
1: different totally topics separate.
0: for another day, but I didn't know that Sister Act was on Disney plus. Yes, and I'm it like, holy is. shit, I haven't watched this movie in forever. And, and it's I, one I of those said movies-
1: that I actually, I've only seen the beginning part of Sister Act and the end part of Sister Act, I haven't watched the whole thing start to end, so I didn't know
0: about any of the middle stuff. I think it's one of my mom's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's a movie that I watched a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a feel good comedy. It's a little oddball. It's a little like suspension of of belief for you know. Yeah, it's but awesome. but at the same time, it's it's really charming. Whoopi Goldberg is fucking fantastic she is and she is so fucking funny
1: and like you said at the beginning when we started watching it you're like this is a study in physical comedy oh my god which i would agree to a to a point yeah but i think also to physical mannerisms that's a big thing that's a big thing physical humorous mannerisms yes so yeah
0: let's break it down a little bit uh sister act came out in 1992 it's rated pg it's only 140 minutes it's one of those movies you can you know uh see with the family uh, plot breakdown per IMDb: When a worldly singer witnesses a mob crime, wait, a worldly singer, wait,
1: worldly singer. we have to
0: describe her as worldly because she's going to end up in a convent.
1: No, they say worldly singer. Are they saying that because she's black? Is like no, no, no,
0: no, no. She's a she's a Reno, Nevada. Uh, That's not singer. worldly. It's worldly in comparison to like, oh, you're going to go undercover as a nun and live in a convent All for right. Two
1: I still will not concede to that description. Maybe it's not the best plot. All right, go ahead.
0: When a worldly singer witnesses a mob crime, the police hide her as a nun in a traditional convent where she has trouble fitting in, which is not really the plot. That's not
1: the plot. Cause... The movie's
0: kind of split into two two
1: it's got two div- well it's got two tandem storylines yeah
0: yeah We've so we got whoopi goldberg so we have dolores played by whoopi goldberg mm-hmm. who is part of this singing act in reno nevada it's not vegas no it's reno and reno is what the biggest little city in the world or something yes. like that but of course like packed with casinos she's part of this group called uh sisters of the moonlight or something like that that's, I don't know. No, no, no. Says. I think that was the <clears throat> Was that like a cover? Moonlighters
1: was a uh, Moonlight I remember.
0: Anyway, so she's the lead singer. The Ronettes, I thought it was. And no one likes this group. Like right. they're in no one pays these, attention. No one pays attention. They're just eating their food, playing it's the slot machines. Music. But the opening number uh is is them singing Heat Wave.
1: Heatwave. It's like a bunch of different songs.
0: Yeah, it's sort of this compilation of different songs, but she's like having trouble like getting her mic stand working. Oh my god! And, and then pulling like pulling the mic out. The guy and... in the
1: front that's not paying attention at all, and... and
0: she's just like pointing at him and shit while they're singing. And yeah. like the backup singers are like waving hands in front of her face on accident. She's like, "What the fuck?" Like, right. It's it's kind of a ramshackle act that they have going on, but she is sleeping with the owner of the casino, yes. who happens to be a small-time mobster, yes. played by Harvey Keitel, who's amazing. Um, and then she witnesses a murder. Like right. she's, she's ready to walk out on this guy because he's married. He's not going to commit to her. So she's going to go to his office and right. say, it's over, Vince. But- I
1: love, too, when she's like going up to his office, how she's like like pep talking herself up for it. And she keeps on changing the city that she's moving to. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to make it big. And we're over Vince. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to New York and I can make it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Los Angeles. I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to go to Florida. Like she keeps on changing where she's going to go. She's like, I like the sun. LA will be great. And like,
0: yeah,
1: I loved that. That was so cute. So
0: when she walks into Kaitel's office, she witnesses a murder. Yeah. Like. Because he
1: kills his limo driver for going to the police. Correct.
0: And he's all about loyalty. Yes. So he kills this guy. She sees him do it. Wait and, a minute.
1: Do we want to do any more about the cast? Oh, yeah.
0: I've, oh, I figured we could introduce the cast as we, oh, okay. as we go on. No, no, that's but, fine. So she witnesses this murder, and they're like, oh, shit, what do we do about her? She seemed a little weird. I don't think she's going to, like, shut up about it. And right. They're like, oh, and he's like, okay, chase after her and bring her back. And. They're like, well, what if she runs? Then he's like, we'll take care of it. Right. Kill her. Kill her. So she yeah. takes off. Right. Ends up at the police station. She's like telling everybody what happened. And the, all of a sudden this detective has this idea of like, we need you to testify. We need you to turn state's witness, testify against Vince. We'll put him away for the rest of his life. We'll protect you. But the only way we can do that is to put you in the last place that Vince will ever look for you. Which is a convent. We should say that the movie opens with Dolores as a kid.
1: Yes, I think that's important board- too, because she's she's at school, and I think it's, I don't think it's boarding school. I think it's just regular private school. Oh, okay. because um, she's wearing a uniform, and like there when I nuns. was, and there were nuns, and yeah. like when I was a kid, I had uniforms, and we didn't have a nun; we had a former nun. I don't know why she stopped being a nun, Missus <laughs> Funk. <laughs> um, but uh, but like, and she, they're like, I think they were being taught. She's like, name all the apostles oh. in order, and then she's like, John, Luke, Mark, and Elvis. John, no, or John, something. Paul,
0: George, and Ringo. Yes, she's, exactly. She names all the, names all all the, the yeah, Beatles.
1: and uh, then her the nun teacher that's like, you know what, you're you're going straight to I hell. I wash my hands. I her. wash my hands. You
0: know where you end up, and <laughs> she, so she's, she's already she cracks this big smile. Yeah, so she's already
1: her. got a really bad experience with nuns, but and I can, think that's an important factor. And I think that's something too that is played a little bit, but it's almost like an introduction to how she is, not her relation to nuns. Not
0: exactly. I I, I think always that took it
1: been a little bit further. Yeah,
0: I always took it as more like, oh, she loves music. Yeah, you know, um, and there happened to be like nuns in her school. That kind of thing. So I I totally agree. I feel like they maybe could have leaned into that a little bit further, but you get a lot of that later on in the movie.
1: Yeah, but I think that that's an important introduction as to what her relationship is to the nuns that she then will need to stay with later on, that right. she has already
0: this bias about what they would exactly. The she has all these assumptions about them. They have all these assumptions about her because we're introduced right. to the Reverend Mother, played by Maggie Smith, Dame, Dame Maggie Smith, I should say. Um, so she more or less agrees to do this... She and Maggie Smith have a sit down, but as soon as Maggie Smith opens the door and sees her, she like turns around to the Monsignor. She's like, no, absolutely not. I couldn't possibly let this woman stay in the convent. She is a conspicuous person. Right. She's designed to stick out. And to
1: be fair as well, the only reason that they accept her mm-hmm. is because they're going to be paid $10,000 right. by the government to be able to do state. Like witness protection.
0: Essentially, yeah. So they're they're gonna give the church ten grand. Which the convent is in is danger of closing. Apart. It is literally falling apart. Yeah. It's, in, it's like in shambles. And so the Monsignor's like, they're gonna make this financial donation your comments at risk of closing. You, you have taken
1: a vow of hospitality for those that is in need. And she's like, "I." what did she say? <laughs> I lied. She's, li- I lied. <laughs> That's right.
0: Maggie Smith is hilarious. Oh
1: my God. She's great. Movie. So. So
0: she's kind of the foil against Dolores. Dolores yeah. is there and she's, she doesn't really want to be here. And she's like, they just kind of threw me in with you nuns and there's actually a lot of like interesting racial dialogue that happens in the yes. scene where uh, Maggie Smith is like, okay, here are the rules. We'll protect you, but you're going to conduct yourself as a nun. Mm-hmm. And Dolores is like, you realize I don't want to be here. They just threw me in with you nuns. You know, you keep to yourself. I'll park my black ass in my room and that'll be that. And it's, it like blows up into this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And I wouldn't say they're, they're, there are, of course, there are racial undertones to this movie.
1: I think it's more about the community.
0: Yeah, Cause, I would agree.
1: Because, like, well, I'll let you finish your point. What were you going to say before I interrupted?
0: Well, I, I don't know if I, like, am expressing my point as eloquently as I can, but there, there are references where she refers to herself. Like, yes. I'll park my black ass in my room. Right. Can you handle that? Like she gives her all this attitude and me
1: and you, yeah, like, we're not, we're not together. Right. We're not a
0: team. We're just, we're, we have to live with each other. Let's just live our parallel lives. We are not going to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only is Whoopi Goldberg like the fish out of water, she's a black person amongst old white nuns. Yeah, You know, it's this really interesting sort of, uh, uh, Picture that it paints, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I just thought that was a really and I think
1: version. that, like, because then later on, Maggie Smith's character says, you know, the we have to keep all of these <laughs> bars and walls, and because that used to be we just wearing a habit used to keep nuns safe, yeah, and it doesn't anymore, which yeah. I thought was an incredible thing to say because I'm like, okay, what the fuck happened that Maggie Smith feels like she needs to protect all of the nuns within the walls of the convent? This is
0: 1992. So I don't, I I think, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, any listeners to this, we are, it's the early 90s. We're probably really heavy into the war on drugs, McGruff the Crime Dog, D.A.R.E., all of those programs. And we're, they're
1: in a rough neighborhood.
0: They're in a rough neighborhood in San Francisco. Um, we're also sort of maybe around either before, I, I think we're maybe before the Rodney King incident mm. where the cops beat Rodney King with their nightsticks and stuff right. like that. So I, I think maybe the social commentary happening in the real world may have led to that kind of commentary in the story mm-hmm. where Maggie Smith is like, no, our habits don't protect us anymore. But the walls and the bars do. And that's an interesting sort of uh uh, I think conflict that's, there too because I, Maggie Smith is terrified to go out there Right and
1: I think that that's actually racial commentary because of <laughs> the surrounding people that are out there when they go out eventually later on when like the nuns go out into the neighborhood to try to help people for right. the most part demographic is like young and I would assume troubled uh black people people of color like uh, there's, some, there, there's homeless white people, in people there, there are yeah. but the, yeah. of if we're going to look at the majority of it it's not like a predominantly white neighborhood it's right. a predominantly black neighborhood yeah yeah so i think that that's an important thing to note but then okay so then she concedes and she goes okay well i'll be here but i'm just gonna do what i want and then they have the dinner and she's like what is this shit how can you eat it <laughs> And then Maggie Smith's like, OK, well, you're going to we're all going to do a vow of silence until sundown to try to shut her up. And then she doesn't shut up. And she's like, OK, well, then you're going to do a fast for the rest of the day. And she's, she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just put some salt on it. And she's like, no, no, you're not going to do that. And oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. So that they're was so great. They're butting heads immediately. But we're also introduced to. uh um... Kathy and Jimmy mm-hmm. and, uh, is it not, it's not Megan McKenna, but we were introduced to sort of the rest of the nuns. Um, oh my and gosh. there's so many, it's such an eclectic cast, but the supporting cast rounds out with Kathy and Jimmy as sister, Mary Patrick. Yeah. Wendy McKenna as sister, Mary Robert. Uh, Mary Wicks, who has been, I don't know, she's not with us anymore, but she plays, uh, the choir director, Mary Lazarus. Uh huh. She goes way, way back. She did comedy with Lucille Ball. She, she's was, in, great. she was in the original music band with Robert Preston. Yeah. Like she's just had such an incredible story. I love that
1: too. Like how many how many opportunities are out there for women who are older? Older, older. There's women. not right, very right. many opportunities for older women <laughs> right. in these kinds of yeah. So I thought it was a great way to showcase. So talent. Dolores
0: is now on a fast. She hates it here. Other nuns are like trying to cheer her up. Um, oh, and then
1: she has to adjust to the schedule too, right. which I related to so hard. So they go to
0: bed at nine and they wake up at like just before five a.m. And
1: then like who is it? Is it Sister Mary Patrick that's always so cheery all the yeah, time? Yeah, Mary Patrick is Oh Kathy my Jim God. I'm like, that's my role. <laughs> that is my role. I need that role so Kathy hard. And is so oh my great. God. So then I can't remember. So effectively, at some point, uh, Dolores decides to go out to the bar across the street. Right. And so then she just needs to
0: get out. Like she just needs to-, to get
1: out and she goes out in her habit and everything. Yeah. And I think that's actually the first time that we're introduced to the fact that the nuns try to utilize their appearance. Mm-hmm. For their own benefit. Sure. So, like you know, like uh, she's like uh, bossing around some of the guys in the bar, yeah. and like no one like really bothers her. They're all kind of like scared of her like, a little what the bit. Fuck? Why like, is a
0: nun in this bar? Yeah, right. and then like Sister
1: Mary Patrick and then Mary the Robert, other Mary yeah. Robert come in, and like they're all so excited to get out of the convent and. They're like, oh, we thought you were going out to help the troubled youth right, in the community. But because Dolores has also
0: <laughs> spun this tale of like, oh, I came from this convent That's in right. Reno yes. because she didn't want to like give too much away. Because they were like, oh, where are you from? Like, well, how did you come to live with us? Well, and- I think she
1: also wanted to speak honestly. Like, she didn't want to yeah. have to just lie on top of lie on top of lies. She's like, if I just twist it a little bit. What was it, the the hooker that lived next door?
0: Buckwheat Bertha. Buckwheat
1: Bertha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. But we also have this great montage. So Maggie Smith catches her talking about this fake convent she came from. Mm-hmm. She makes her do all these chores, but that's sort of Dolores' first glimpse into the neighborhood. Yeah. Like she sees like stray dogs and people like kind of struggling and she's cleaning all this graffiti off the wall. Mm-hmm. But she kind of gets this uh, sort of, 360 view of where Which she is at
1: first yeah. when that happened like especially like with the little stray dog moment because yeah. that felt important and i didn't know why yeah and i but i think that's good that all of a sudden that that stuck out to me and i wasn't quite sure why because then that led into what happens later on yeah
0: so they're in the bar uh they have this really great scene where they start putting on songs on the jukebox and Katherine and jimmy gets so excited and she starts dancing with people in the bar and they're, like, watching this, and they're like, oh, wow. Like, that, we're interacting with the community in our own way. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the church. But they get caught. Maggie Smith catches them. And
1: then is that the point when Maggie and that's Smith... that's when Maggie okay. Smith
0: says, okay, I need to make more focused use of your time here, because all you're going to do, you're going to sleep, and you're going to join the choir. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's all you're going to do. So she... It seems like a punishment in a way. Well, it is because earlier, because the choirs are the choir horrible. They're awful. Oh
1: my god, they're when, they're so singing, bad. when they're singing, when they're singing in that right. one woman in particular is like, ah, <laughs> just
0: <laughs> like it's really, really bad.
1: Which, when I was in, when I was in <laughs> middle school, we always had to go to church on Wednesdays. So we went to, we went to church on Wednesdays and Wednesday mornings in the morning and we would go, but there would also be like people from the community that would come to church every single day. So there was this one older gentleman in particular who, whenever you said something back, like may, you know, the Lord be with you. And you would say back and also with you, he would always be either a second ahead or a second behind, and way louder than everybody man, else. Man. So it'd right. be like, may the Lord be with you, and,
0: and also with you! It's just... <laughs> That's what this choir was like. That's what so this choir is it like. It is a punishment in a way, well, but... Well, because
1: she's so dedicated to clean performance.
0: Right, right. So that somehow Mary Robert heard that... I I forget the line specifically, but she leans over to Mary Patrick and she's like, oh, I heard Dolores or or Sister Mary Clarence was part of the choir in her old convent. And Mary Lazarus Lazarus is like, whoa, are you here to replace me? Yeah, that's right. I see what you and Reverend Mother are doing. And everyone's like kind of mutinying against Mary Lazarus and Mary Lazarus is like fine you think you can make him sing go ahead right and so Dolores splits, it, splits up the bases, the altos and the well, sopranos well but then she also
1: too though towards the end is like recruits her back in yeah And using like yeah. some tactics yeah. like she's like I know you really appreciate hard work and they need hard work so she actually leaves like the rehearsal stuff like the nitty-gritty shit to mary Mary lazarus Lazarus, right to handle
0: which i thought was really clever she didn't want to like alienate mary lazarus she also wanted to like include her but like no 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 like you do like all the practices and stuff right right but she also brings in some choreography and then the next time the nuns sing at mass it is like this night and day difference Mm -hmm. like it's it's practically a show
1: Cause then it's isn't it Hail Holy Queen? Hail that they Holy sing Queen is the in first this, one, yeah,
0: which is very like. Sort of very mm, sweet, sweet, and melodic, melodic and et cetera, et cetera. Very and then they like
1: almost, and, and then, then they go
0: into this higher tempo version, yep. and there's like clapping and movement and like solos and lots shit of like good that. step
1: touches, all oh, the step touches, and the shoulders, and yeah. the, oh, everything's coming in. It's,
0: it's really good, and it's one of those scenes that like gives you goosebumps.
1: I totally agree. Every got single
0: time I watch this movie, Which, it just like, and, and maybe I'm like a sucker for tight harmonies or or like you know good singing and choreography like i watch it so
1: i was gonna ask you now okay so i did choir from middle school through high school i was in
0: choir from kindergarten through senior year
1: like and i did like and i was in like chamber choir Mm -hmm. in high school which was the top choir like you had to audition for that we
0: just had choir
1: So we had like various, (laughs) we had in high school, we had like four or five different kinds of choirs. Wow. And then, cause it was like, there's the freshman choir, there was the sophomore choir, there was the women's choir.
0: There was, Yeah. See, like, we just had choir. And then
1: there was chamber choir. And then also, because we had 15-minute breaks every single day, (laughs) so there was also, like, break choir, which you just did fun stuff just for the fun (laughs) of it. So That's great. So we had all these different... And so choir was a really big part of my growing up. And it just made me... Miss choir so yeah. Maybe, much. Yeah, and maybe
0: that's a part of it. It's 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 a combination of like maybe that nostalgic longing for choir or yeah. even like musical theater performance in general. Ugh. Um, I don't know because it is it is now a little bit of a show. Yeah. that the sisters are doing, but also like people are outside and they're hearing the music. Yeah, and they're like walking into the church. Yeah, and the Monsignor's like, no, 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 come in, please, please, because right. like we there's nobody in here. Yep. Um, And so Maggie Smith is furious about this. She like starts berating Dolores. She's like, what were you thinking? Like, this is blasphemous. You're not getting people in here through using music like that. Because again, we have this. Difference of, like, old school in Maggie Smith. And, like, Dolores is like, no, 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 we can get some butts in the seats. Right. But we have to get the people in the doors.
1: And the thing, too, is that I think that what she originally intends for it to be is, like, butts in the seats like a show. But yeah. then it ends up becoming something more than there, that.
0: There, there's a really interesting, uh, where she first goes and and uh, teaches the choir. It's her very first time in the choir room. Mm-hmm. She's trying to t- talk to them about why you're singing. hmm And she has this really interesting line where she said, you're not just quacking. You're not just making noise. This is rejoicing and you're singing to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's it's this really interesting shift that happens when she starts separating people. And she's kind of in her own element about like forming the group and everything. And she talks about the why. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're not just up here like just making sounds. Like you have to know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so she gives the sisters like a reason why to sing i guess mm-hmm. and she also like finds this amazing soprano voice in mary roberts and helps her or she had, she Elsa. she's a mezzo she's a mezzo soprano okay um uh, so-
1: speaking as a mezzo soprano <laughs> i know my own when i hear
0: them so she she opens these women up she like just creates this whole new dynamic and the monsignor comes in and He's like hearing Maggie Smith berate her, and then he comes in and he's like, "Oh my God!" No, 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 Reverend Mother, doing congratulations! What you're doing. Did you see people coming in off the street? And, it, and it, Maggie Smith in the scene is so great. She, she has this terrified look on her face, <laughs> I know. where she's like. Monsignor's like Reverend Mother did you see him come in off the street and she's like holding on to furniture she's like and she, no she's, god she's like they did yeah and she's like you realize how dangerous this neighborhood is and and Monsignor's like no you're gonna face the danger head on right things have changed now so
1: that's the other thing too is that it's like I, I hate to I know we haven't talked about politics at all <laughs> Ever. In, at, on this podcast <laughs> but the the one that you were talking about the one ad that's like about the whole defund the police yeah. that they they ran a bit
0: ago oh, oh the scared the woman on her lady
1: on her phone and then she's calling the police and it's she like gets, we're not
0: here she right gets nine, now she gets a voicemail from She she
1: She and there's a, yeah. a guy
0: breaking into her house and she's, and like, she's like
1: help! This so, milk is so heavy so th- I'll never reach the house! <laughs> so that's that's kind of Maggie Smith and she's yeah. like do you realize that we cannot have them come in They're dangerous and yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. no we can help them
0: and we just have to step outside of our comfort zone right. and meet the people where they are And then
1: that's where Whoopi Goldberg, Dolores, takes the opportunity to go, well, she would never tell you this, but she actually, has it was her idea, and she wants to bring down the walls, and she wants us to go out into the community, and she, like, takes advantage of this momentum and goes, like, guess what, we're gonna go out and we're gonna help people. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a huge point where it's like you actually see Dolores go from just being opportunistic to a a point where she can perform to where she's actually seeing other people that are like herself in the community and going, oh, this is a way I could actually help. I could be a catalyst
0: for change in a positive way. And I don't know if we ever have... I don't know if we ever have that moment. I
1: really wish that that was more defined, because I feel like that's the only place where it would be. Yeah.
0: But it's and very it's, like, right subtle. in the middle of the movie. Like, yeah. timing-wise, it's right where it should be, but we never really get that, oh, I could be someone who is a vehicle for change. Right. I could be someone who changes things from the inside out. Right. Right. And because we, we go into all these different scenes where she's now treating this choir director like it's her job. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a show in five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I have rehearsal, I have practice, I have whatever. So now she's like treating it like a career in a way. But then... But it's more of a yeah. calling. But we never have that calling moment. I'm not saying like an angel needs to appear before or something no, like that. No, but
1: it's about more than... Yeah, yeah.
0: Like the, which we need to like see where the click where the change happens remind me yeah. I have a point about the credits at
1: the end okay oh, so okay. then we have a montage of going out into the
0: community yeah they're painting they're painting murals they're they're, uh, they're talking to people they're handing out raffle tickets they have like a soup kitchen
1: now to keep in mind too during all of this uh Dolores has said like can I get out of here like is there because he she calls the detective, the detective right and he's mm-hmm. like look we we can't have you calling here and we can't move you because there's a rat that's telling people where our witnesses are going.
0: Witnesses are ending up dead.
1: So we can't like, don't call here again. Just hunker down. We'll get to you as soon as we can. So then she's out there and she's helping people. Nuns are dancing in the street with, I loved too (laughs) the nuns that were standing in front of the adult shop uh-huh. the adult bookshop and they're like
0: stopping guys the porno like,
1: stop like from yeah from from going in i fucking love that <laughs> i want to know what they were saying because yeah, that 100
0: was not scripted and we we also see little snippets of the choir still performing they're still doing these these big yeah. numbers the crowd the, the are attendance growing. is increasing you know the people, roof are, has been fixed. Yes, people are, are are donating more money and yep. paying tithes and, sh- and things like that so uh it's working like we see the progression of opening up to the community and vice versa.
1: And so because of that, there's a local news station that wants to do a story on them, and they do this story, which unfortunately then is broadcast, and...
0: But Vince doesn't see it. Nobody sees it. Yes, they do. Well, Vince's wife sees it, and he's shooting pool...
1: He sees it though, doesn't? No, he's he? like, no, I'm shooting pool with oh, you alone, and she's oh, like, no, babe, right. we should send them money. We should send them you know, some money. Um, um,
0: so, so nobody sees it, and the detective like sees her, but the detective does. He's like, I'm right. gonna kill her myself. So he goes to the convent, and he's like, what are you doing? And right. she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time. I can actually stay where I'm at right now. So, mm-hmm. oh, I have a show in five minutes. I gotta go. And do then, you then want, that's do you want to stay says,
1: for it? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you want to stay for it. And then then what
0: happens? So we're we're more or less continuing oh, on. Oh, the Pope. And then the Pope. The Pope. We get news that the Pope has heard about this amazing outreach that they're doing. Pope's coming to San Francisco, and he wants a private concert, like, the next week.
1: Which, okay, total side note. So, my Aunt Elizabeth, her friend Maureen, who might as well be our other aunt at this point. Yeah. Um, so, Maureen, her mom is obsessed with the Pope. Like, has little Pope bobble dolls, and, like, prays to the Pope all the time, and is, like, a hardcore Catholic, and, like... When the Pope came to New York, she flew out and came to New York to see the Pope. And it was a whole fucking thing. They got shirts. They got signs to see the Pope. Like, it's a whole thing. It's a big deal for the Pope to come. It's
0: kind of fucked up. I mean, I'm I'm not saying Catholicism is, Catholicism has its issues. Yeah. As with every major religion. Yes. But sort of... Uh, uh, selling and and marketizing. I don't think the the Pope Pope,
1: does that specifically. You don't
0: think he gets like a kickback?
1: No, but I think people (sighs) like you know, know that if the Pope is popular, they're going to, like for example we were talking about how all there's there's all these Trump 2020 flags out here. Yeah, And I was like, oh my gosh, how much money are people spending on these Trump 2020 flags that could go towards their derelict house? These flags are like two bucks or something at like Walmart at, you know, stuff like that. So that's I think where the money is coming from. People are being opportunistic and are creating something. Okay, okay. I think that's where it comes
0: from. So we get an announcement that the Pope is coming, but we also get an announcement that Maggie Smith feels like she's outdated. She's of no more use, so she has asked for a transfer. Right, immediately, so, immediately. And Whoopi Goldberg's like, "What? Wait, where are you going? Like, because Whoopi Goldberg is going to be leaving soon." Like the detectives, like, right. "Hey, we move the case up, in a couple of days you'll be out of there." And she's trying to convince Maggie Smith to stay because like, no, 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 I've started the work. You can continue on with it. Right. Things have really changed. Right. But Maggie Smith is so like stuck in her own sort of, I would say it's pride. It's its a feeling of worthlessness.
1: It's pride and fear.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of fear, which is, um, you know, it it, it could be really problematic and, and can kind of trap you in a way. Those are like your she's... two biggest,
1: two biggest enemies in life is yeah. arrogance <clears throat> or ego and fear. Yeah. Those are your enemies.
0: So Maggie Smith is leaving, but so is Whoopi Goldberg. Um, But all of a sudden, we get the rat inside the police station finding out about where Dolores is. So then he
1: calls. He tells
0: Vince, he tells the mob boss, he's like, hey, this is where she is. So Vince sends his guys to the church to go get her. Yeah. And this is when the detective is like there to more or less spring her out because he's like, look, they know where you are. I have to get you out of here.
1: Right. But not before one of my favorite lines in the movie when Mary Patrick says, well, what if I forget the words? And she's like, well, you're going to go straight to hell.
0: <laughs> she's so <laughs> like, terrified. Says, she's like, what? She's like, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Uh, So the henchmen show up, they kidnap Dolores, but they also kidnap Mary Robert because she just happens to be there at the same time uh mary robert manages to do a great duck and roll out of the car
1: i don't think she was planning
0: that no 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 so but... dolores like throws her out of the car essentially yeah. and she's like run and she's like don't worry about her you've got me you've got the one you came for so she runs back tells the detective here's where they're going
1: right but and then now... she also tells all of the nuns what's going on they're like we have to help her <laughs> and
0: they're like how <laughs> do we Kathy, get to reno jimmy's like who would kidnap a nun and mary lazarus was like were they catholic i know <laughs> And they're like trying to convince the Reverend Mother, like, we have to go to Reno, we have to save her. And Mary Lazarus is like, we can't leave it to the feds.
1: (laughs) Right so then they go <laughs> and they find a nearby helicopter Level a nearby business. rent yeah and then he's Which like okay team. well it's like what was it $1,500 $1, yeah. yeah for us we need to take you and they're like well we don't have that he's like okay well, then get out of here I got stuff to do and they're like dear lord please do not punish this man for turning us away in our hour of need like <laughs> they like, don't
0: make him go bald and have sores on his right, back right exactly
1: and all this, all this stuff. Like, please lord show him the mercy that
0: he would not show us and like <laughs> and he's like okay okay Jesus yeah and so he, so, he flies them all to Reno. So ridiculous. And we have this great scene oh where we have God. the nuns in Vegas and they're like on the opposite no, side of the No, they're in or, Reno. Or in Reno. Yeah. They're all on the opposite side of the street. And they're Running like, oh my God, there, the it is, there it is, there it is, there's the club. And you have this entire <laughs> flock of nuns like crossing the street. I want it's to know so what the great. plural
1: is for a group of nuns. Is it a flock of flock nuns? Sounds right. Oh my god! So then they all go in and they're trying to find Dolores, and she's up in uh Vince's the, office, Vince's office yeah. and they like he's like, okay, well, just kill her, you know, like. And and his two henchmen are like, uh, she, we can't really do They're it really with her, with her habit on. She's a he's nun. like, I mean, okay, okay well just, she's remember she's a woman. It's just a costume. And he's like, yeah, but what if she like became a nun while she was in there? These things happen. <laughs> yeah, these things happen. These <laughs> things happen. <laughs> and then, and she's putting on this whole show where she's super calm the whole time. And he's like, you know, why, why aren't you talking? And she's like, I forgive you. Like all this, this stoic, I act. think that was
0: real, though.
1: I don't. You don't think it was? No, I don't. No, that is all an because act. Because
0: she's just looking at him and she's like, "God, you're pathetic." Like, well,
1: I think that's all. I don't think it's. I don't think it's disingenuous, sure, but I think sure. it's an act. I think it's very just to pious. Hi. Good morning. You've got schmush face from <coughs> sleeping, Guga boy. Yeah, you can go back to sleep. Oh, big yawn. Okay. <laughs> Good boy. Um. Anyways. Anyways. So, so they say that they can't. They can't kill her because she looks like a nun. And then what was it? Now like, all Maggie the nuns have, have
0: infiltrated the casino, and now there's like thirty nuns running around. Um, Dolores manages to get out of the office. Right. She nut punches both the henchmen. She runs. Oh my
1: god! Her prayers. Can I just take a moment to to commend the fake ass prayers also the prayer during the, the movie. lunch yes throughout the says, movie
0: Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of no food I will fear no hunger <laughs> we want you to give us this day our daily bread and to the republic for which it stands yes. now by the power invested in me I now pronounce us ready to eat right amen
1: <laughs> and, then, um, so and then there was another when she's praying she's like
0: uh beribitus plumum tutu in vitro in vitro (laughs) something like that she nut punches both of them she runs out of the room she starts mixing in with the rest of the nuns who are like running all over the casino Vince and his guys are like holy shit which one do we grab because there's a million nuns in here
1: and from the back you have no idea you have no idea and
0: so they end up getting trapped in this dining hall Vince is about to shoot Dolores thankfully the detective shows up shoots Vince in the shoulder wounds him there, and... But then
1: no no no. Let's not forget though the part oh. where Sister Mary Lazarus, Lazarus? No, yeah. no 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 uh, Maggie Smith oh what's her name no, uh,
0: I mean, Reverend Mother
1: okay Reverend Mother yes she's like no no I can assure you that she's a nun she can she be uh, she converted while she was in there yeah. and the hunchman's like see see aren't I you glad you. we didn't shoot a nun <laughs> <laughs> my God which to be fair earlier on in the movie. Like when uh, Vince is like, no, I went to confession and I prayed about the fact that I'm with this woman Mm. and I'm married and what do I do? And, he said, you know, divorce means eternal damnation, damnation yeah. so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And so, like, there is this whole other layer of, like, a man who is an evil person and a mobster going to confession and is like, well, I'm trying to get away from eternal damnation. So there's this whole other level <laughs> right. of faith with this guy. Yeah. So, yeah. which was also a little weird. I was like, I feel like they were trying to make a point, but I felt like there was stuff that was edited out.
0: Like yes, that, which I'll and then, get into a little bit. Okay. It's just like, there, there were, were things like and, that that
1: felt like they were edited or yeah. different that didn't quite match up with the overarching storyline. So yeah. he gets shot uh, happily ever after. The nuns head on back.
0: Maggie Smith decides not to retire yep. or get transferred. Whoopi Goldberg stays with the convent.
1: Yep. As because a choir now director. she's found her
0: calling as a choir director. They put on their concert for the Pope. Uh, the church is packed, and they do I Will Follow Him. Yep. Um and that closes the movie, No,
1: and then we have the credits. This is the part that made me mad. Well
0: we get a standing ovation from the Pope.
1: We we get a Pope Vasion.
0: We get a Pope and then we get the credits.
1: Uh so the credits makes me a little I wasn't quite sure what to do with it because it was all Whoopi Goldberg. It was all Dolores. Yeah. And all of these like Times magazine, Newsweek yeah. and like all this stuff. Yeah. And it was, and then all of a sudden it started showing her as albums, doing albums Mm -hmm. where she's Mm -hmm. like the main person on the album. So it almost seemed like even though she found this calling to help the community and help other people, she still ended up benefiting from it and becoming a celebrity or a music star because of that. That's at least the impression that I got.
0: Correct. So this is before they did the sequel. I, I haven't seen Back in the Habit in a long time. But I'm pretty sure she uses that money to go towards the comment and she stays a nun. Like she keeps She becomes a nun. Yeah, but she they also take their show on the road. Oh Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like all this wire work which and Which also
1: you said that like people have like There were
0: people who will get into fist fights over which movie is better. And I haven't seen Back in the Habit in a while, so I'm really tempted to to watch it again. at yeah. some point this week, just to be like, is it as good as people say it is? Yeah,
1: I'm curious. Because a coworker this... of
0: mine, Erin Landy, if you're listening to this, Erin Landy, who is a oh, roadhouse house coach, right. she will swear up and down, and I've had debates with her for hours about the <laughs> legitimacy of how good Sister Act is. She's like, no, Back in the Habit's better because Lauren Hill's in it. Like, okay, what? Laur- uh, Yeah, Lauren Hill's in. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. The yeah, so anyway. So, there are people who think the sequel is bad. All right. So, All right. Um, and that's the movie. That's, that's it. it.
1: It's a great
0: act. It's quick, movie. it's fast, it's, it's a feel so good comedy. Fun. Um, and I would love to jump into some trivia Let's so do this. Let's, uh, smash. smash
1: that trivia music as I stretch. Oh.
0: Whoopi Goldberg hired Carrie Fisher to rewrite her dialogue. which what? Which led to many arguments with Disney executives. Fisher later told Goldberg, quote, you're getting into a pissing contest with people who have actual dicks. <laughs> <laughs> An opening scene shows Dolores as a young girl played by Isis Carmen Jones. Later the same year, Isis Carmen Jones played a DH version of Goldberg's character Guinan, in Star Trek The Next Generation. So what? uh she got uh, she got two jobs in the same year, playing I mean, a young uh, Whoopi really Goldberg. Really good casting. Hey? Yeah, she I agree. definitely looks like young Whoopi. The Goldberg. Rolling Stone magazine cover shown during the closing credits is real. Really? promotion uh, for the movie I guess this movie was of course later turned into a stage musical Whoopi Goldberg appeared in a limited run on the West End performances this time playing Mother Superior
1: which note Uh, Evan said that it is a garbage musical. Is it really? I Uh, have not seen it. I would like to see it and I want to be in it because it sounds fun but he said that he was in it and it's a garbage musical. That's too bad. And it didn't translate well but I don't know like I I would need to listen to it and I would need to actually see it so jury's out but uh, good note from Evan. Evan knows theater.
0: Yeah he does. He does. Uh, Bette Midler was attached for a long time to play the lead role Really? Once she uh, dropped out of the project, that's when it was rewritten and formatted for Whoopi Goldberg. I think so. that's a way better
1: choice. Yeah.
0: Because many scenes were shot in Reno, the cast members would often stay in their nun outfits and wander off the set to pull some pranks at the casinos, bars, clubs, and strip clubs. Oh
1: my god. Kathy
0: and Jimmy and Wendy McKenna tell a story that they once ordered wine and fries to their hotel room and answered the door in their nun outfits while loud porn was playing on the television. Just to mess with the hotel staff.
1: Oh my god. That is amazing. I would do the exact (laughs) same thing. 100% would do the exact same
0: thing. Uh, That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, The Reno, Nevada police station shown is the main post office in downtown Reno with some real patrol cars parked outside for set dressing. Huh? The patrol cars were driven by officers working security on the set. The real police station in Reno didn't look as much like a police station. To the director. <laughs> I don't matters, okay. Okay. Neat. Um, Dolores's girl group is called Oh the Rennels. It
1: is the Rennels. A okay, combination of thought. the
0: names of two girl groups: the, from the 60s, the Runettes, and the Shirelles. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. I thought that was. Yep. Interesting. I love too when she's when she's at the end of that beginning part that beginning song and she's like, "You don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, wave. You don't give a shit. Hey, wave." <laughs> Uh, Lauren Holly had originally auditioned for the role of Sister Mary Robert. Winona Ryder was considered for the role of Mary Patrick. Um, a lot of other actresses were- Can cons-
1: Winona Ryder sing? I
0: don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. Angelica Houston uh, was considered for the role of Mother Superior. Huh. Barbara Streisand- What? Was considered for Mary Patrick. Can you imagine- That would be- That would be The so most ridiculous horrible. thing- Ever. I feel like Barbara would just be like vying for more camera time.
1: Oh yeah. It would yeah. just be funny girl trying to, <laughs> funny girl in a habit.
0: <laughs> but also you can't cast Barbara Streisand no. as the as the nun who's afraid to sing. No, that doesn't make it any does sense. It does not make any no. sense. The um, casting is perfect. They did exactly what they should have. I would have loved this. There, there were so many actresses considered for Mother Superior, including Jessica Lange, oh. Meryl Streep, oh. Diane Keaton, oh. and Carol Burnett. Which would have been really Carol
1: Burnett amazing. would have been hilarious. It would have been hilarious, but, but that would it have been, been would have it, wouldn't have it. Would have worked because that have had would have two been
0: very funny women. They they would have. You need the, need the straight woman, the, the Dame Maggie Smith. Yep, British show nothing. Yep, hard edged that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Megan, would you recommend this movie?
1: Here's the thing. I would recommend this movie to literally anyone. Literally anyone, right? And I would specifically recommend it to families that are looking for a fun night watching a movie together. Because I feel like there are so many movies out there that are just like action movies, Star Wars, you know, Marvel, Marvel, like all this stuff. We did watch
0: Doctor Strange before we watched this
1: movie. To be fair. (laughs) Uh, But like, I feel like this movie goes back to A, good storytelling, and B, it has a message that is about finding a calling that's more than yourself, about taking your talents and instead of making it about you, how can you do it for somebody else? Yeah, what can yeah. you do to help and bring your talents and bring good to the rest of the world? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great lesson for people to to learn and um, something that isn't necessarily always showcased, I think, in media. So I think that this is an Awesome movie. It's well written. It's hilarious. Like I said, there are a couple parts where I'm like, I don't understand. I feel like there was something missing here. Yeah. But overall, like a solid like A minus. Oh my God, can you guys hear the (laughs) cricket? Oh my god, I didn't We have crickets. I don't think 24/7 you can I don't think they can hear the crickets, but it's so great that I stopped talking and then we just we hear
0: literal, literal crickets. crickets. Oh my
1: god. Ben what about you?
0: I would yes, I I feel the same way. I would recommend this movie to pretty much anyone. And you're right. There are moments that I feel like we not only did we miss but that were lacking. Yeah. There's a great arc for Dolores' character, how she has changed from the beginning to the end, but what we didn't really have was that moment of recognition Uh um, where she took an opportunity to sort of transform the choir, but we never really... Got the reason why?
1: I mean, there could have been just literally one scene, or one yeah, moment, just, where okay. she saw something that she had done improved somebody else's life, and then she realized that that's what she. Because wanted she's to so do.
0: drastically different from beginning to end, but yes. we never really saw the 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 full fruition in the middle. You know? No, it's
1: like it happened, and the yeah. arc is there, but there's that that like you said, the call is is not the answer to the call is right. not there. And
0: I think maybe from transitioning from Bette Midler to Whoopi Goldberg, I think the script went through a lot of rewrites, and so mm-hmm. those are the moments that you can really tell however it is such a great feel-good movie it's barely over an hour and a half like it's it's a good like story from beginning to end you'll get literal goosebumps from some scenes the singing is great the composition is great um it's it's very well acted uh yeah it's a great movie yeah and like i said it's a great family movie people looking to have a good time and a great feel good comedy yeah. so yeah highly highly recommend it so
1: uh and I think that's it that's, that's it. everything Thank you, guys. Oh, nice tight nice tight episode oh, um so I think we again we don't know what we're gonna watch i kind
0: of like this whole cycle we're on where we don't really announce it until like the last minute so
1: i mean i want to announce it a little bit like maybe like two or three days beforehand because i need to post on social media
0: sure it was it was a very uh difficult week i think it's but i
1: also have noticed too that if we leave recording to later in the week we have we're provided with more opportunities to find something that speaks to us in the moment sure sure so Follow our Instagram yes. to find out what movie we're watching next. To
0: stay updated. Um, time.
1: and we're almost done with this season. Actually. Oh my
0: gosh! Wow, that's we're crazy. Almost done, right? We're season on four.
1: episode because usually this it like was 19, yeah, right? it was sixteen episodes, and now we're going up to twenty-two. Yeah. So we're we're almost there. We're cruising. Cruising. Oh my god! I was going to say we can do another commentary one, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> Space Jam was so horrible. Did it kill you a little bit? It might have killed a part of my soul. It went up to Moron Mountain and died there. Um, So, yeah, follow us on Instagram to find out what's going on. Remember that all proceeds this month go to the Stay Gold Fund. Um, I'm also going to post a couple of links uh, for different ways to support the wildfires or support the, not, don't support the wildfires. Go set something on fire. Go set something on fire. Uh, to support people that are fighting the wildfires yes. and first responders. Um, and I think that's
0: it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.